Ladies, hello, good morning, welcome to the program. Hey Sandy, how are you? Hi Sandy, how are you? Good, thank you, both, thank you. Ellen, thank you. Josephine, Ellen, welcome back to the studios. It's always refreshing having you in, especially when we want to find out more about uh, business development and how it's going over at Yarrow Yamba Brew. There's been nothing but exciting news. There is, yeah. There's always lots of things going on. And thank you for your always warm welcome, Sandy. I always come out of here with my cup feeling all the, a little bit fuller for having been in your presence. So it's um, great to come along and have a yarn with you about, um, you know, all of the things that we get to do at, at Yaru, um, but specifically today we wanted to chat about the Jalwijia program um, because we've got the fabulous Josephine Hart who has started with us at Yaru. How long have you been in the role now, do you reckon, Josephine? Just just under six months maybe? Yes, that's correct. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um, and Josephine came over from the Department of Communities. Interesting. Yeah connection there, Josephine. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah, hi. I was born and raised in the Northern Territory, Darwin. Um, my mother was a stolen generation from the East Kimberley, Billaluna. She was taken away and placed in Mullabulla Mission. She never came back to country. Um, We've got the Stolen Generation link-up service, which I connected with, and I had a reunion, and that was fabulous um, to reconnect an identity um, for where I belong and where my mother came from. And from there, I moved to Halls Creek. I was back and forth since 2004, and now I... I Previously reside before I had taken this position up and I worked for Department of Communities. I have a substantive uh, housing officer. I was given the opportunity to work on behalf of Yaru Aboriginal Corporation and such a pleasant and joyful um, environment within Yaru and the program. I am dedicated to assist our... Um, local Indigenous Yaru and other Indigenous residents of um, Broome to shine for purchasing a home. Home ownership is ideal and um, this program is funded through Department of Communities and it is just a privilege to have an opportunity to assist our Indigenous population to purchase a home. Well, it's a privilege to have somebody there that can join those dots, having that history with the Department of Housing. You mentioned there with the Jalbijia housing program, you're looking at all, not just Yaru people, because it's been opened, hasn't it now, Alan, to any Aboriginal person that's interested in buying their home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, the program first started back in 2020 um, through an agreement with um, the Northwest Aboriginal Housing Fund through the Department of Communities um, uh, and with Nyambaburi Yaru. And the Jalbijia program was formed at that time. And Jalbijia means your home in Yaru Nunga. 
and the the intention around it is to be able to tr- yeah really tra- provide the opportunity for people to transition into home ownership um, in the homes that they're in. So we've got twenty. We originally had twenty five homes um, within the program. Eight of those are for um, single parents with children, which are rent only. And then we have another 17 homes which are um, on the rent-to-buy program. So people live in them, they rent them at a reduced rate um, with the intention of working with fabulous people like Josephine to develop up their finance um, knowledge and skills and um, develop a savings pool so that they are able to then save up money um, for a deposit and buy the home that they're in. So it's a fantastic opportunity for people to get to live in the home that they will hopefully, um, as part of the program's intention, be able to to own um, in the future. And we've managed to sell three of the homes so far in the program to the program participants. So really fantastic outcomes so far. Uh, Fabulous news because we did use Jab Claire as an example some years back. She was interested in buying her home. She came in with Catherine at that time, who worked in with the the program. Uh, Josephine, have you already started working in with clients and taking that step towards home ownership uh, with mentoring? Yes, I have. I am part of the program and for participants. The requirement is to comply, to have one-on-one sessions, um, two monthly, and um, through those sessions, this is when I have an assessment where they are, they're tracking, and work with them and provide um, services or referrals for them to um, not fail but to sail. I also we have workshops as well. Um, that um, is ideal for our participants to understand the process of know and how to to become a homeowner. Um, and um, the it can be it can be quite a daunting process, right? Yes, um, it can be, you know, especially if people have got families who um, you know don't have a history of home ownership and mm. if you don't it's it's kind of one of those things you can't be what you can't see sort of thing and if you're if people are coming from families um, who don't have experience in home ownership it can be really quite scary dealing with some of the banks and yes. um, home lenders and that sort of thing so yes. Josephine yeah you do a fantastic job in um, really supporting people and make sure that making sure there's no shame um, yeah, it's a really important part of the process. And then, yes. then you get there to your beautiful home or you've been in it and you think, nah, mm. I feel like I'm an imposter. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. Big shame. Mm. Stop, boy. I've never lived next to a good guardians. Mm. I've never lived in this kind of street before. So much to overcome, isn't there, mentally? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and... So Josephine's in the process of actually planning a, um, a workshop that's going to be held in May. Did you want to run through that, Josephine? Um, yeah, the workshop is um, we have stakeholders to attend and um, their segment is only 20 minutes talk and to make our mob feel comfortable, 
um, and to simplify the terminology on how to purchase a home, the process. Um, and I have um, five stakeholders that will be attending. It's only a two-hour session. And um, the important part of it is just for them to relax and, and feel comfortable so they can intake what the, you know, the one story, one place, what the talk's about. Um, so what we, I think it's ideal. And um, so at the end of the day, it's about, you know, pride and joy owning their home. So I hope it's going to be a successful turnout on, in May. And I appreciate the stakeholders participating in this workshop. Mm. Is there room for any more people to jump on board? Yeah, we know there's a, you know, really challenging housing situation in Broome at the moment and as much as we would love to be able to open up the books and let people flood in where we are at capacity, um, nevertheless there's always, you know, life circumstances that change and people, you know, might get a job down in Port Hedland and need to move there and so there's, um, yeah, always, you know, openings um, on occasion and so um, we maintain sort of a, a record of people who, who call us up and inquire and, and if and if an opening does come up we can, you know, make contact with those people. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So all of the information for May will be posted up on the Yaru website? Yeah, we'll probably put it up on social media. So it's um, directed um, to the existing participants um, as well as, yeah, there's, you know, absolutely no reason why anybody who's interested in owning a home and, and understanding the process to, to undertake that um, venture couldn't, you know, come along and have a yarn with some of the stakeholders that are coming along. So we're going to have, um, I think Josephine reminded me, we're going to have Key Start there. First Nation. First Nation IBA, Foundation, yep. And Broom Circle and our funding body. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have a few different people who have got the expertise in finance um, and lending to really help guide people through the actual process involved in purchasing a home. Wow, that's real Department of Community style. Grabbing, bringing the stakeholders. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah well. Teamwork is dream work. <laughs> well, yeah. habits too. Yes. And uh, prior employment does link up dots, doesn't it? certainly does. It does. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, ladies. It's an interesting conversation on housing there. Ellen, whilst we've got you here, last time we had a conversation, it was about uh, cattle concerns, lots of water, uh, fences going down. What's happening in the background there with various meetings and uh, get-together? I know that they were going to talk about a safe animal enclosure. Oh, so I think last time you uh, were having a yarn to Julie Melbourne and um, and Tom Andrews from our environmental services team, and they are in the process of um, on the on tomorrow actually the twenty fourth having a uh, wildlife enclosure workshop. Um, so the the concept around that um, particular. Uh, workshop is to basically develop a wildlife sanctuary that excludes predators um, so that we can really uh, test and see how much our native wildlife will thrive without those predators um, in the system. So yeah, that's a really fantastic opportunity tomorrow for community to get involved in what that particular 
predator-free enclosure a wildlife sanctuary might look like, um, where it would be best located um, and all of those sorts of questions. Um, with regard to cattle, we uh, obviously having a really big wet season, which has been beautiful. Country is looking amazing. Um, that does mean that there's been a lot of um, fences that have come down and um, a lot of the cattle grids have become quite silted up with, with sand and dirt, um, which means they're not quite as effective as keeping, keeping cattle in the paddocks. So our station crew have been really hard at work um, trying to put fencing back up and clear those cattle grids so that we can contain the cattle. Um, nevertheless, we, we are unfortunately experiencing um, a few people, you know, doing the wrong thing and leaving gates open when they tr when they move through the station. So um, in particular, the Tagarana gate, which is opposite 12 Mile and provides an access through the back of the station to Crab Creek. While it's not actually, it's not a public access road, it is part of the station. Um, and so we're having, we are experiencing people trespassing there and leaving that gate open, which has resulted in quite a number of cattle uh, ending up on the road verges. And um, we sent up a helicopter uh, last Monday to do some mustering. So we've moved all of the cattle out of that particular paddock to try and mitigate that risk. And uh, we have seen a, re a reduction in cattle. Um, but we're, we've also had a, had a chat to main roads and have asked them to put up some additional signage just to make sure people are really alert when they're driving through that area, basically from four mile through to the Port Hedland Road turnoff, there's, um, yeah, I guess particularly this time of year with cattle moving around so much because there's so much water everywhere, there there is an, an ongoing risk that there may be cattle on the on the road verges. So everybody just um, ask to please remain vigilant and keep your eyes open uh, and know that we're doing everything we can to try and get the cattle back where they should be on the right side of the fence. Lovely. I knew you'd be able to answer that one because, well, you're part of the business development gang. That's right. Like a, whole, a gang of two at this stage. <laughs> we oh. need some more people. <laughs> well, you do a fabulous job <laughs> as you've done today, Alan Smith. Thank you for coming in. And big thank you for bringing in Josephine. It's nice to meet you, Josephine, and introduce you to our community. Yeah, thank you so much, Sandy. Yeah, thanks. It made thanks. me feel very comfortable. <laughs> thanks, Sandy. <laughs> yeah, we're back soon. Oh, what? Ah. <laughs> I'll drag her here kicking and screaming, Sandy. <laughs> Josephine Hart, who is working with the Jalbigia Housing Program, and Ellen Smith, she's with the Business Development at Yarrick Nyamaburu.